Well, good morning. Friends, family, co-workers. Countrymen, lend me your ears. We've missed you. That's what Julius Caesar said something like that once. He might have. A2 Brute. Stop we it. really should have done this on March 15th. I'm just showing all kinds of all kinds of culture that exists in my head. It's crazy to believe that it has been a week since we've done this. So it's much has happened. It's been a it week. Was, it was Memorial Day last week. Uh-huh. We had Alexis here. If you haven't caught up on last week's show, go see how to interact with Young Life properly. That was a blast. It's been a crazy, crazy week. I think I was in a movie. You were in a movie. <laughs> we weird. We were, both were driving into the wee hours of the morning, but we love you guys so much that here we are anyway. I was at Disney with my kids until midnight last night. Andy, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't this past weekend Pride Weekend at Disney? Yesterday was Sunday. And this is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Well, welcome into the show, everybody. We are so glad that you are joining us. Hey, once again today, we've got some of these uh, wonderful, oh. delicious treats from your local Starbucks that we would love to give you. So the way this is going to work is if you share the show, hit that little share yeah. button, maybe say something about, you know, what you're... such a nice gift card. I know. Too. Isn't that a fancy gift card? If, if, uh, if you share the show... Someone who shares the show today is going to get that bad boy, and by get that bad boy, I mean we'll send you a Facebook message yeah, with, with the, the numbers. Yeah, that's all you need. But still, it'll be awesome, and you can get yourself some coffee Free because drink on us, but really, but really on Peak Reach. Thanks, Thanks guys. But uh, it's Andy's art. Riley is he's so excited about your haircut already. Thanks, Did Riley. You guys, notice Andy's beautiful haircut. I went in this morning. To Bruce's, did you go see Bruce? I went. I I, I was. I remembered. You were. Smiling. I did not see Bruce. I saw Toddy, his dad. Did Toddy teach Bruce? Toddy taught Bruce. Wow. Toddy teaches Bruce. Huh. It's very exciting in the downtown Safety Harbor world of barbershops. There's like three barbershops downtown, and I had to make a choice when I got here, and I I chose Bruce. I'm proud of you. And sometimes Toddy. I think it was the right choice. Jeff Jeff Kokenauer, he found a tie this weekend, and he immediately thought of you, Andy. He's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna send us a photo of that, Jeff. I love it. Stop. You were too kind. Sometimes you just gotta wear a tie. You got to wear. Also, when you're a little bit no, chubby no. and you sit down in your shirt, like the, the buttons. We don't need to know, see it open. opening. Just keep you the know, tie the, there. The tie is wonderful because the tie conceals that, Ugh. and so that's one of the many reasons you look good in ties. that I wear a tie. Tim, let's just get right into it. Yep. You. Yep. This weekend, okay, fine. you made your big screen so I've, speaking debut. That, that's the key there. My brother has been in film. He's been directing for over a decade now. I've been in several of his films as an extra. Steph has been in. My wife has been in as well as an extra. But this was our first. This was our first big time role. So my family got to be in uh, a van sequence where bullets are flying through, and I had to duck over. You'll see the movie. It's live. It's called Live. It's amazing. And then my on-screen speaking debut happened as well. And it's just, it was a surreal moment. So, like, it's its kind of like tradition for, my, for me to approach my brother on set during his movies and say, dude, you're making a movie. Like, that's kind of like our thing that we do. And and I happened to do that this time. Because every, every year his movies get a little bigger, bigger, bigger. So I've, I've watched him go from a $30,000 budget film to now a $30 million plus budget movie. So after... After uh, one of the co-stars fires his AK-47 at a helicopter in downtown Birmingham, the helicopter tailspins and ducks between two skyscrapers. I walk out to my brother. I'm like, dude, 
<laughs> you are making a movie. Like that was not CG. Like that, that was, was an actual oh my gosh. helicopter landing. Yeah. And I saw the uh was it like a Chevy Tahoe jumping a bunch of cars and yeah. destroying a police car and Yeah, and speaking of that, so like actors and stunt crew, like they have like their things. And I feel like us in ministry, we need to have our thing. Like so the stunt guy, we look you look out and there were hundred and fifty water bottles, like you know, plastic yeah. lined up and Steven my brother's like uh, why are there water bottles lined up on my set and the stunt um, crew comes over and goes don't ask this is our driver's thing before he does any big jump he lines his jump up with water, water bottles spaced out about three inches apart all the way down to make sure he gets straight on his jump I'm like that's his thing and then Aaron Eckert in between every single take I believe you're referring to uh Batman's Two-Face. That would be Batman's Two-Face. Yeah. Um, in between Do you remember every... when Maggie Gyllenhaal was, like, in love with him, and she wrote that note to Bruce, and Alfred, like, burned it so that Dude, he wouldn't see it? Oh. He was talking about acting with Heath Ledger, and I, like, I wanted to cry. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a beautiful thing. So, in between every take, Aaron Eckert takes his Yeti container filled with Gatorade and ice and takes a swig. Every take. And there were a lot of takes in a film, if you haven't been on set before. So I feel like us as ministers and pastors, we do we have a thing? Like what's your what's your thing? Like do you have a I wear do you I have wear, a water bottle thing? I wear ties. You wear ties with, with my glasses tie clip. Wait, do you guys have a thing? Like before you preach I, or I love how you're looking at the comments like, hey. Well I've just got a I just got a picture from Yeah, from you got a picture from Jeff of him and his tie. And then I'm wondering if people are commenting on here what their things are. On Maybe they have a Sunday morning routine, like you have a go-to. Do you put down 150 water bottles on your way up to the stage <laughs> before you preach to make sure you walk in a straight line? Like, I like, don't, but like for the longest time, I just – I wouldn't want to talk, especially like getting ready in the morning. Right. And it would probably drive my wife nuts because I'm like, uh, it, look, I'm like trying to go over my sermon notes in my head. Right. Y- you, you know, I know you're trying to brush your teeth while I'm in the shower, but could you just not – so you don't want any I, sort I, of no, in the, distraction there. But when I get to church, you know, then it's smile and not, you know, then I'm right. all things to all people. Yes. But in the in the car for when we lived in Texas, we lived an hour plus away from church. So taking two separate cars was never an option. And so we would be driving to church and I'd be like, can you just, I just need this time. <laughs> So Sunday well, morning, I'm kind of a jerk until I get to church, and then I'm really nice. Riley Lester uses the same stall on every Sunday morning <laughs> at, the, at the exact same time. That That is good. Melissa Larson says, he's very mean to me on Sunday mornings. LOL. Andrew, <laughs> that's not nice. I'm not mean to you. Our, our lead pastor will not talk to people like before and after, sir. It's the, it's the craziest thing. So he'll be in his office. He will come in when there's five seconds left on the countdown, mm-hmm. and when he does the benediction, he goes out the side door and right back to his office to get ready for second service. Like he he told me, like he's he just cannot yeah. have that dialogue because he he's a no notes, no manuscript guy. So any sort of interaction with he needs yep, he needs it, his headspace. It gets into his head. Andy, I think it's important for the world to know that this show doesn't just happen. it doesn't. Like movies know? don't just happen, and this show doesn't just happen. This, it it requires just happen. people. It requires people. It requires generous people, and uh, we want you to hear from them. The Morning After Ministry Show is brought to you by Dignity Memorial. The Dignity Memorial Network of more than 2,000 licensed providers is North America's largest and most trusted brand for your funeral, cremation, or cemetery needs. You can find out all that Dignity has to offer at DignityMemorial.com. Dignity Memorial. Life well celebrated. Peak reach. You aren't invisible. 
and your brand shouldn't be either. Peak Reach offers social media management for nonprofits and small businesses of any size. Give Central lets you accept electronic donations of all kinds any time of day. It is easy to use and saves time on accounting and data management. Give Central is designed specifically for nonprofit organizations and has the lowest processing fees available in the marketplace. Our show is a proud part of the Download Youth Ministry Podcast Network. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, I I've always wanted to do that. We so, do that every week now. Do we? Pretty much. Okay. Well, I don't pay attention to what we do on this show. Timmy, this Timmy. past Wednesday, before you loaded up your family and your nanny. We did. Dude. Okay. We took a 15-passenger van. We took a nanny, a.k.a. a youth group gal, mm-hmm. to the set with us to help watch my kids. It wouldn't have happened without, without Juliet Lynch. And she you're loaning her to our church this week, but we'll get into that in just a little we'll, bit. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, but it was your last yeah. Wednesday night of the school year. It was. Because the regular Wednesday night programming just doesn't make sense when 40% of your kids are gone each and every week. Hey, we, so we can you, talk about that too. What do you, like, do you keep on your right. youth group programming all summer? Do you keep it the same as, as during the school year? I this could be a, a heated battle between well, youth I, pastors. I think part of it depends on which day you do Youth group. Youth group. Sure. Like if you're a Wednesday night youth group, I'm going to guess 70% cut right. some kind of programming sure. during the school year. But like Riley, who we know is watching, they do their big youth service on Sunday morning. So it would make so, no sense so to it would, stop. It would make, yeah, it doesn't make right. any sense to, to kill that. No. But if you're a Wednesday nighter over the summer, you know, every week 40% of your crew is gone. Sure. So we've done it both ways. Um, I've been at the church. This is now my ninth summer um, with – Lakeview. So we, we've tried many different things in the summer, and what's worked best for us is to have a, a big shebang right at the end of the school year. We do uh, once a month big youth groups. We call them late nights. We do one in June, one in July, and then we kick back off at the end of August when they kick back off school. So our big shebang this year was, uh, we called it Maytastic, and we had some fun. We did a lip sync battle slash talent show, and a Andy knows that my kids are quirky and they love going nuts. Like so, like this is a big deal for them. So we had people going all out, full costumes. It's it's really kind of funny because when we first started to do youth ministry together, right. like two separate churches, but would bring our youth groups together a couple times a year. He had a giant group of upperclassmen right. that were like, I kid you not, the Abercrombie models. They were super cool and way the, cooler than I am. Like the president of student body and right. the athletes and they were all just super intimidating yep. and I had these really weird kids and then as the years progressed <laughs> like, I have the tables have turned yeah as Michael Scott would say how uh, the turntables turn, have turned yeah. but um, towards the end of us both being youth pastors it was like yep. drama club uh-huh. I love oh, my yeah, it was just really funny how it all happened students. so Yes, the uh, talent show in costume is something that does not surprise me. Not at all. Know your context. <laughs> yes. Know your peoples, and my peoples love getting on stage and being weird, and so we had some fun. <laughs> that sound no, not like no, but like just fun, like in yeah, a quirky, yeah. goofball. Like let's get weird. Let's get weird. Like playing YouTube videos behind them while they act out things on stage, like that. Yeah. That's super normal and appropriate for a final decrease. And I saw that you pl- you played the uh, so you think you can Fortnite dance. So we played that so Anthony you, made. Oh my gosh, Anthony, he, that game was. He ridiculous. sent that to me like a month or so ago and said, hey, do you think this would work? And I said, like, I think, I, I said, I think you're going to need a vault for all of your money. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, no. So we played that. We we went nuts, had some fun, went out with a bang. Uh, we teased some of our big trips. So at the end of the year, we always tease some of our big trips. So we're doing Rock the Universe. Mm-hmm. We're on the cusp of doing our first annual if you, uh, winter ski retreat next If you year. are not a Floridian, you might not know what Rock the Universe is. Oh, I didn't even think about that because Rock the Universe is just such a staple here. Well, every year Universal Studios um, tells youth pastors to bring their kids to Universal Studios for a two-night event. And there's a ton of Christian bands, which most of my students have never heard of, but they don't care because all the rides are open, too. So there's music, (laughs) there's rides, and every leader that goes with you, including yourself, gets an express pass for the entire night. Yeah, so... It's the music is cool, but let's be honest. The rides are open. The rides are open, and it's 2 in the morning, and you have a pass that says you get to cut all of the kids in line. Yep. So it's a it's a wonderful event. It's a win, so win, win. You, So you did – that's the second office reference in We're like keep it going. two minutes. All day. So you have Rock the Universe coming up in September. You Rock guys Universe. are doing a ski trip. When are you doing a ski trip? Teasing the ski trip in, in January – um, so our students went nuts over those little plugs that we did. And then, so here's the weird thing about this summer. I did not, and purposefully did not put out a summer calendar. I gave mm-hmm. them our big dates, which are camp and mission trip. And I said, um, be on the lookout for text messages and social media posts about events that we have coming up. So all of my small group leaders are in charge of events Getting their for kids their small groups. So together. there's no big fancy summer calendar this year, which was really weird for me. I normally do that, but this was very much intentional. We're trying something a little different. So I love we'll see it. See how it goes. I love it. And now you have Wednesday nights relatively free for the next little bit, except for the fact that next, next Wednesday you'll be in the Dominican Republic. And then two and weeks after that, we'll weeks after that you'll our, be we'll have one at of our camp. Big, yep. Then we have our big youth yeah. late night. So it's still so, summer and youth So you'll have, you'll have one Wednesday night free. <laughs> yes. But summer and youth ministry is Summer and youth ministry is absolutely wild. We have vacation Bible school starting tonight. It starts tonight. Tonight, tonight. We uh, It starts in... Six hours and 45 minutes. What's waited till tomorrow starts tonight. All right. It starts tonight. It's a greatest showman. I still, still haven't seen I, it, and I will continue to reference I, it. I haven't seen so it. So tonight, but, but so it start, starts at 6, and we have we do dinner for everybody at 6, so all the kids come and they get their... Have you done evening BBS before? I have, like, I have not, like, as a staffer. when yeah. The church that I grew up going to when I was little, we did evening BBS. And, okay. And so we've got... A bunch of kiddos coming here tonight, and so we've got. Do you prefer evening BBS? I guess we'll find let, out. Let's be real. Time. As as a youth pastor, I hated vacation Bible school. <laughs> hated. <laughs> it was like I remember telling my wife, like as we were transitioning into this role, I'm like, well, at least I get out of vacation Bible school, and now you and well. And now my, my wife is leading our children's ministry, and so she's playing a big part in vac- Vacation Bible School, and I'm here for all the nights, and one of our kids isn't old enough. And so oh, so great. I'm on tech duty and daddy duty. And, Love it. But, Love it. you know, I was the games guy for 13 years in a row of yeah. VBS, and so right. I'm excited to not play bowling with empty Coke bottles or whatever other game that you use for Vacation Bible School. If you've ever had a great excuse to get out of Vacation Bible School, I want to hear it. I want to hear what you've done Absolutely. to get out of it. Also, remember, keep hitting that share button because we want to give you Starbucks. We do. We really do. Um, but one of the things that we're doing is we are going on a mission trip together Yes. in – well, we're leaving – a week from yesterday. So we're, we're six days away from Dominican Republican together and again. a couple of the girls from your youth group 
are coming to our Vacation Bible School to be leaders so that we can take all of the stuff that we're doing at Vacation Bible School here with us down to the Dominican. Take it to the DER. Take it to the DR, to La Lista. Love it. And so that's going to be an exciting time. It's going to be so exciting. Andy, did you know that my church does not do VBS? I did know that your church does not do VBS. And I'm okay with that. Comment below if you hate me. I mean, I hate you, but I'm. I, I sir, we we have we have <laughs> we have tons of VBSs in our area, and our our kidsmen director made the call a few years ago, and as a staff, we were like, okay, she made a compelling case as to why it wasn't necessary in our context, and we said, okay, like I I don't, I don't know if that's right, wrong. I I, I I'm okay with it. Yeah, church is okay with it. A lot of churches wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah, we are. You know, we're smack in the middle of downtown. Yep. The other churches that are here in our downtown, are, you know, we're in a little bit of a resurgence as a church, and hopefully that'll continue to to grow and grow. But the other churches in our downtown are not, you know, they're right. they're small churches and dying churches, and so we are the only show in town uh, for that. And then, kind of doing the evenings, I think we're we're trying to go after parents that are working, sure. as opposed to the stay at home moms dropping their kids off and going to Starbucks. Yep. And so we're going after a little bit more blue collar of a demographic for our vacation Bible school, and love it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to play a very little part in it, where I get to Good be the you. pastor and shake hands, and then come watch Netflix in my office with my two year old. I love it. Ronald for, Long says, "Dude, no way. Our students serve like crazy during VBS. They love it. We put them in charge of entire groups of kids." Ronald, when I was a part of VBS, I hear you. Um, I don't know if my students always loved it, but they were definitely serving like crazy, mainly because VBS wouldn't happen without teenagers. Does oh, anybody agree? Like absolutely. without teenagers, VBS it's, doesn't really it, work. It does not function. It, it couldn't happen. But we we used to load them all up in the church van afterwards, and so VBS for me as a youth pastor was not only you're doing games with the kindergartners. Right. But then afterwards, you're taking all of the middle schoolers and high schoolers out to lunch every day. So by the time I actually got into my office to do my job during the week of VBS, it was like 4.15, mm-hmm. and I had to be back at the church at 8 o'clock the next morning. So that yeah. that part was always tough. Uh, but Brent, can we pray for you right now? Brent is in the middle of VBS right now. I just said a prayer for Brent. In my well, God heard me. Brent. Brent, we feel for you. Ronald yeah. Long says, we cancel all other students' stuff so that kids can serve. I like that. So yeah. that that's like priority on VBS. Nothing else is happening. The, that makes sense. The, I love that, Ronald. The big win that we did have with that is I think of the marginally involved kids going into sixth grade. Right. That because I was the goofy game guy, that they got to know me in that context, which yep, made totally. the transition into youth ministry a little bit easier. So there's wins, there's perks. It's just... It's just a hard week, and it's a long week. It is. So. Tiffany Barber says, at my prior church, I went and picked up youth from morning workouts to get them to VBS to volunteer. <laughs> Tiffany, well done. Nothing like smelly kids leading little kids. kids. Yeah. Big smelly kids leading little smelly kids. Yeah. I love it. So Tiffany says, they loved it and look forward to it. That's awesome. So next week, we might right. we might not have a show next week. We're going to try. Here's the deal. We will be in another country with we, very poor service, but every year it gets a little bit better. So this is my third trip, and this will be Andrew's second. And we're going to attempt to broadcast from the Dominican Republic. If it doesn't work, forgive us. We'll be well, on in two weeks. We're bringing our little portable set, yep. which is a snowball microphone uh-huh. and, and this camera. Yep. But... We're, we go to this village called La Lista, yeah. where we work with Casa de Resurrección um, and our friend Pastor David Trino, who's 
just awesome. Great, great friend, great ministry partner. He actually left everything from a major city in the Dominican to move to La Lista, gave it all up to uh, be in this really village. It's a it's a remote village close to the Haitian border. I yeah. mean, it's it's like thirty miles away from the Haitian you know, border. It's, you you yeah. you might have electricity, you might have running water, right. but if you have running water, it'll it, rip you up if you dirty. drink it. So we're installing water filters. Uh, we'll also be helping fix this guy's house that we started repairing mm-hmm. and building last year. Um, and we're going to be put, putting on a new awning for Pastor David's church. Which is very exciting. I love that. He said his people want to get out of the rain during the rainy season. We want to put an awning. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to be doing that as well. The the cool thing about him is, like like Tim said, he you know had a good job in a big city, which really the, the bigger cities in the Dominican are kind of like little resorts. You know, yeah. you know they're, right. the cruise ships come in and... Right. There's the other side all, of the island, if you will. Yes, all of the all of the western amenities, mm-hmm. and Lalista is not. I mean, it's yep. dirt floors and uh-huh. no no air conditioning. And you were asking him last year, like, what's something that we could do for you and your family? Right. And they've got they had two young kids, and she was pregnant with number three. Yep. So number three. Is so number three is there here. now. We yeah, get to, we, we get, get to meet to, number three. And he said, you know, we don't have a refrigerator. Yeah. And we just thought, <laughs> right? How do you how do you have the, two toddlers and a baby on the, the way? The most basic of and you can't, essentials. Yeah, so he he is. It was great. I, I got awesome. to go with him to the uh, to, to the, the appliance store. The appliance store last year, and he picked out a fridge, and we bought it for him on the spot. It was so awesome. There yeah, were, there were tears of refrigerator joy. He, it's it's such a cool village that we get to be a part of. And one thing that's really cool for me is I've got a former student who's actually starting. When we get back as our youth director, I don't. We don't quite have the title figured out. I think it's gonna be youth director and pastoral intern. He's been on a year-long mission trip around the world with uh, the world world race. Yeah. So he got back in late last night. He's going with us on that trip so that his little so that his little brother could go and kind of experience the mission field that opened his eyes. That's so. And cool. so it's just it's exciting. It's just going to be beautiful. It's going to be. I'm taking my good son. Week. Yeah, that's Aaron. My seven year old son is going to the Dominican. He he told me a year ago that God told him he wanted him to go on this trip, and I was like, buddy, you're you're six years old. There's no way. And Mama was like, there's no way. And a year later, he's like, Dad, I still feel like God wants me to go. And so I'm like, babe, are we are we going to argue with God? <laughs> right? Come on. That's awesome. I I love everything. And you know, we were. I just got it. We were. My wife and I were sitting in this sawed in half minivan on the movie set. Cameras going into the van. 150 cast and crew all around us, and my wife looks at me and she goes, "Tim, this is surreal." Mm-hmm. And it was surreal. And Andrew, I feel like what we're doing right now is surreal. But you know what? It's 11:25, and we have a gift card. To give we have out. a gift card to give out. I just wanted to give a plug to one thing. Tell me. We have a. No one can see that right now, Tim. Look underneath it. There you go. We have a resource oh, on. Dude, this is so good. We, we use this. We use this resource in the DR. It yes. is so it, so good. It is a. It's a mission trip devotional set that um, we didn't write because we felt like writing it one day, but instead we were approached by Praying Pelican yeah. Ministries. And by the way, if you're ever going to go on a mission trip, call Praying Pelican. Ask, yep. When you call Praying Pelican, ask for Mary. If you want anybody to plan your Mary trip. Mary Holzman. Yeah. she's awesome. she, she sounds like every caricature you've ever heard of someone from Minnesota. Yep, she is. And she is she absolutely just is. the best ever. But we yeah. we wrote this resource for Praying Pelican. It's a four part devotional on the life of Philip, mm-hmm. and it just talks about are you willing to serve wherever God calls you, and 
it's a thing where the Praying Pelican approached us and asked yep. us to do it, not knowing that we had already signed up to do a trip with them that year. Right. And just started. Yeah, we got a free started, trip out of it. Yeah, free trip out of it. It's a DYM resource, um, it, and our students used it, it during the trip. Say, it, it was a huge impact. Yeah, and it's and it's like dirt cheap too. Yeah. So go check out that if you're doing a mission trip this year. It's called Willing. It's on DYM. We'll put a link in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, it's it's exciting stuff. I love it. All I right. gotta go return a 15 passenger van. What time is it due? Uh, noon. <laughs> Where is it due? Uh, Tarpon Springs. Oh boy! All Let's right. give out this gift we card. We gotta wrap this up immediately. I can't see how many people have shared this today. I can. So I'm pulling up right now. And all right, Andy, give me. I got it. I got oh, you've it. got it. Give me all a right. number between one and one and ten. One and ten. I'm gonna go with number ten because that's the number I wore in my soccer jersey. <laughs> I was hoping you would because I had a lot of their abs back then. That's my my good buddy who likes to take pictures of ties, Jeff Kokenauer. Jeff. You just got yourself a Starbucks gift. Are you kidding me? Look at that. I hope you like Starbucks, He's getting Jeff. married any minute now. Jeff, when are you Jeff, getting married? Go when get your... married and drink Starbucks with your wife naked. In, That's what inappropriate. married people do. Inappropriate. Not they're, in public. They're not married yet. And Jeff. I remember, he's won one before, and he doesn't. he's not a coffee drinker, but she is. Oh, so, even better. There you go. Hey, guys, we love you. Let's do this again next week, hopefully, from the Dominican Republic. And if not, we will uh, see you right here in this beautiful office space in two weeks. Bye, guys. Later.